0: Thanks for checking out the Church RC podcast today. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message encourages you. Now, here's Pastor Brian Sparks. Uh, We're in a series called Light of the World. And uh, we thought that that was fitting going into this Christmas season. And uh, this is our last part, the fourth week of it. But the first week, uh, I, I started it off and I kicked off a message called God is for me. And you know, I think a lot of people have that question that kind of in the back of their mind, maybe you don't, maybe you're fortunate and you've kind of grown up and you know that God is for you. Uh, but, but some people have that question, is God really for me? And so here's the thing is that we understand that not everybody made all of the services and not everybody can make all of the services on a regular basis, but we always make it available for you to go listen to on podcast. And so you can go online or you can go on iTunes and you can find that message and listen to it. And then the next week I talked about what's so amazing about grace and, uh, and their truth is, is that grace is one of the most amazing things that you can ever experience. And, uh, I, I just, if, if I encourage you to go listen to that, uh, and, and then last week, Crystal, uh, preached an amazing word called God with us and uh, she talked about how God is with us even when sometimes it doesn't feel like it. And so go online and listen to that if you want to catch up on your podcast. Uh, and and I think that you'll be blessed by all of the messages on there. And, uh, and so in and the day, I'm finishing up this series with our very last and final message for the year. And I promise, I know that you have kids and you're kind of worried about it and everything's, I'm not gonna preach for more than, Twenty four minutes. Twenty-four minutes, <laughs> 24 minutes is all I got. It's a timer. They put me on a timer, people. That's how bad it's gotten. They actually have a timer. So turn to Second Corinthians nine fifteen. That clock means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a suggestion. It's the way a preacher looks at it. Second Corinthians nine, fifteen. And I'm going to read it out of the NIV because I love the way it's worded. Paul's writing, the Apostle Paul, he's writing and he says this, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. If you're taking notes, you can title this last message in this series, A Gift Beyond Description. A gift beyond description. Lord, right now, I thank you for the word of God. Lord, I thank you that it's sharper than any two-edged sword. I thank you that every ear and ear is open and receptive to hear your word. Lord, they didn't come to hear a word from man. They've come to hear a word from you. And so, Lord, I pray that you'd speak through me to the hearts of your people. Let every life be changed. And let every child be silent. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. 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 (laughs) Amen. Sorry, it's a real moment there. You know, we're only two days away from Christmas. And for some of you, really, you don't really have a full two days because it's about, today is about over. But we're two days away or two sleeps away from Christmas. And for some of you, that brings joy to your heart and you are so excited. For others of you, it brings sheer terror because you have nothing on your list. I mean, you're sitting here going, oh my gosh, I still have to shop for Aunt Susan and I got to shop for Betty and I haven't gotten anything for, I, I haven't got the last thing for my kids. And you're thinking about all the stuff. And so there's this sheer terror that goes on on the inside of you. But the truth is, is it's going to be okay. Just realize that it's going to be all right. You know, I, I love Christmas time, but one thing I often see on, on television is I see these people that are getting these gifts and they usually the guy is in his pajamas, and he's walking out with a cup of coffee. He has a full head of hair. (laughs) Rub it in, why don't you? He walks out, and amen, Brad. Brad's with me. Walks out, and his wife has bought him a brand new Lexus, and it's got a big red bow on it, and she's smiling, and the kids are running around, and they're so happy, you know, and and I have never experienced a Christmas like that. I've been married for 15 years, and I have yet to have my wife buy me a car. I keep waiting year in, year out, and it just doesn't happen, right? It's just one of those things. There's no big red bow on a car. And the truth is, I don't even want a Lexus. I just want a Ford F-150. Come on, can I get an Amen. And, and here's the deal is that, the, that, but I have figured out that I think that if we kind of just began to change this uh, and make this reality because we are in the South, I wonder how many of you have gotten a car given to you that way on Christmas Day? Can you just lift your hand? No one. Well, got one. I've got one person. Come on, everybody just look. One person. Now, okay, I want to ask you this question. Since we are in the South, how many of you have been given a gun on Christmas Day? Come on, with a red bow. Amen. 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 Glory. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. So I just wanted to let you know that if you're thinking you're going to get a car, you're wrong, but the chances are pretty good you're going to get a gun. So amen. Amen. It's going to be good. Hey, we're from the South. We love guns. Amen. And, uh, anyways, and so, uh, but, but I love all the different kinds of gift givers in my family. And I I think that you probably have some of your, uh, the people represented here that probably fit into this category. So just look at the screens or look at me. Uh, don't look at them when, if I mention them because, uh, but there, there are a few gift givers in my family. The, The, the one that I think we all love is the perfect gift giver, right? They think, and long and hard search far and wide for the perfect gift for every person, right? It's not good enough just to figure out something that they might want or yeah, it's okay. This would be my wife. Uh, the other day she figured I, I, I would want this this particular gift. And so she loads up in the car at seven o'clock at night, drives to like the colony to get this gift, Right, and I'm like, what in the? Are, are you? Who are you meeting? Right, like, why do you have to go this far to get this gift? Because why? She wants to get me the perfect gift. It's not good enough just to get a gift. She wants to get me the perfect gift, and I'm not there yet. Amen. But but uh, that, that's that's a good gift giver, and we all love the perfect gift giver. But how about the person in our family that's the regifter? Come on you know who you are, you slap a bow back on that barrel of popcorn and give it to somebody else. You think, sometimes some of you think when you're opening a present, I can give this to so and so. Like you've already got it re-gifted before you even leave the house. It's a, like you are a master re-gifter, and here's what's bad, is when the re-gifter gives it to this person that gave it to him the first time, and then they act like, they try to play it off like, oh, I love mine so much, I had to get you one too, right? They're trying to play it off, the re-gifter. How about the no-gifter? You know that person that shows up without a gift year after year after year, and there's no shame in their game? Right, they walk in proud. I didn't buy for a single person, and I'm proud of it. And every time you give them a gift, because you keep thinking you're going to change them, and they'll catch on and they'll get the hint. Nope, you're wrong. You give them a gift, and all they say is thanks, not acting like, oh, the your gifts in the mail, or I, I went to go pick it up, but it's just not here. And they don't even act like it. They're proud of the fact that they don't buy gifts. They don't act like they want to get gifts. They've just bought into this thing that I am a no-gift giver. How about the one-stop shopper? There's no sense in going to tons of different stores when CVS carries everything you need to have a Merry Christmas, y'all. Huh? 100-pack of Tylenol, Brad. That's the gift that keeps giving year all year long, right? You just keep on, keep on taking them. And, and, and that's the thing is, is there sometimes you look and you go, man, you seriously bought all of my gifts at Rite Aid. Are you kidding me? Like everybody here got something from a one-stop shop. And then there's the one-up gift giver. Come on, they're gonna outgift you every year. And some of you've kind of made it your, your, your goal to outgive them, but it doesn't happen. Year after year after year, they keep outgiving you. They keep, it's like you walk in and you say, Oh, Sally, look, I got you this gift and you give I got you this beautiful candle and they owe you, Oh, it's so beautiful. Thank you so much. I got you a cruise to Fiji. And you're like, wow, my candle sucks. Really should have upped it a little bit. up the budget just a smidge, right? Because there's somebody out there that always wants to go above and beyond to make your gift look a little bit smaller. And I probably fall into this category just a little bit, right? Because I'm always like, I'll, you know, Crystal, I'm like, Crystal, your budget's $100 and I'll spend however much I want on you. And so I like to be the guy that likes to give the one-up gifter. But here's the thing is, is that if you're a one-up gift giver, I want to give you a few of the most expensive things that you can buy for whoever you want in your family. If you have a a, a Frisbee golfer, you can buy them an $18,000 Frisbee that will get stuck on the roof in five minutes, Right? You can go, I don't know why you need an $18,000 Frisbee, but it's out there because somebody is willing to pay $18,000. How about this? You can buy a $28,000 pacifier. Has a big diamond, just a $28,000 dollars new -new. Come on, somebody. Now, you lose that bad boy at three in the morning, the baby's not the only one crying. Right? 20. Who pays $28,000? I don't care how much money you have. That seems a little bit out there to me, $28,000. But how about uh, for all the Star Wars geeks in the place? You're not a true geek till you spend $280,000 on a lightsaber. $280,000 on a lightsaber. You can thank me later because your kid's got a candle that does the same thing. I just saved you 280 grand. You're welcome. How about uh, for all the music lovers in this place, you can buy a $1 million set of beats that has rubies and diamonds. It's encrusted so you can hear the music exactly the same as I hear them on my $100 pair. But you look shiny while you're doing it. A million dollar set of beats. And for all the car lovers out there, you can buy them a $2.4 million Bugatti. Come on, somebody. $2.4 million. We, you buy me one of those and people are going to talk, right? That preacher makes too much money, right? But hey, I'll smile while I'm doing it. But, but $2.4 million. You know what's amazing is there's all different kinds of gift givers. And there's all different kinds of gifts. But I've never come across a gift that I can't describe. In fact, when you begin to understand that marketing agents make billions of dollars year after year to describe the, whatever they are marketing to people who might potentially buy it. They they put it, come on, we see ads everywhere we go. We're overwhelmed with ads. We see them on billboards, we see them in magazines, we see them on TV, we see them everywhere we go because they want to describe something they think that you need. But what's amazing is, is that Paul, the apostle Paul, has wrote two thirds of the New Testament. And when he begins to look back at his life and he begins to think about everything that God has done for him. He says this, I thank God for this indescribable gift. I thank God for this indescribable gift. Here's a man that penned thousands of words to describe grace, to describe mercy, but he says this, I can't truly describe the gift that Jesus has done for me. I can't truly describe everything that God has given me. I can't truly describe it because it's beyond description it's beyond words i can't pin it i can't tell you it i can't put it into song form i can do my best but the truth is is that it is an indescribable gift after all how do you describe if you're drowning the person who saved you how do you put that into words how do you thank them enough How do you tell them how amazing they are? How awesome they are? How grateful you are? To a death row inmate, how do you ever pin words to describe how amazing a pardon is? Not just a pardon from death, but a pardon at life and life more abundantly. How in the world do you ever describe a gift of grace? How do you describe a gift that brings peace to your home? How do you describe a gift that brings joy to your life? How do you describe a gift that heals your body when you're sick? How do you describe forgiveness? How do you pin into words what mercy feels like? How do you describe unconditional love? I think most of us would be like Paul and we'd say we're at a loss for words. I can't describe it one great scholar was he had wrote thousands of books a great theologian and at the end of his life they asked him to kind of surmise everything that he had learned and he said this Jesus loves me this I know for the Bible tells me so Everything that he had learned all of his life came down to one simple truth, came down to one simple fact. I can't really describe a gift this good. I can't really describe grace that well. I can't describe what he's done for me. I can't describe how much he's changed my life. For it's a gift beyond description. In Ephesians three eighteen and 19 says this, and may you be able to feel and understand as all God's children should, how long, how wide, how deep, and how high his love really is. And to experience this love for yourselves Though it is so great that you will never see the end of it fully, know or understand it. The thing is, church, you can't describe a gift this good. But I have great news for you because you can't experience a gift this good, a gift this amazing. And here's the thing is Paul is saying this, I can't really describe it. I can't put it into words, but I thank God that everyone can experience a love this great, a love this deep, a love this wide, a love this high. Everyone can experience it. I can't put it in words, but you can experience it. And what's amazing about it is it's a free gift not just to the people who live their lives like you think they should. They behaved. They don't have that checkered past like you, like you do. They don't, they don't have the addiction. They don't have the anger issue. They don't, they don't have the things back. You don't understand, Brian, but here's the thing. Is that God understands and he's made this gift available to you. Not so that you can write it down And pin how amazing it is, but so that you could experience it for yourselves. Because life change is amazing when it's going on inside of you. At The Church RC, we aim to help you encounter Jesus. If you want to further connect with us, you can find us online at thechurchrc.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at thechurchrc. If you have a story to share about how God is moving in your life, you can email us at amen at thechurchrc.com.